getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Just seeing if we can patch through to Australia. But we got there. Yeah, we got him there. Hey, Staffy. <sighs> Haven't got the dreamers disease over in New Zealand, mate. Top of the table in the in the Cricket World Cup. Off to the quarterfinals this weekend in the Rugby World Cup. Sorry, have we got this line through to New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if CJ Waller or Bjorn Baker or James McDonald win the Everest, that'll do me. That'll do me too. That'll do me too. But the Everest is massive here. Like I'd imagine it's huge over there, of course, but this... I wish I win has just captured the sporting public over here. It's awesome. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, drifted after the barrier draw, so uh, not a PG great draw Moody's, for it. Yeah. yeah. PG Moody said, "No, nah, we're going to go a bit further forward." So um, we just had the great Kenny Callender on, the legend oh. of Australian turf. So uh, getting his thoughts on it. Do you want to? Do you want to know his tip? Can I? Okay, go on. My listeners know my tip. So what's his tip? Cylinder. Cylinder. Mm. Wow. Mm. Who's your tip? Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. Any why? I've watched its two lead-up runs. Uh, mm-hmm. Was second to think about it. Who's like a four dollar fifty favourite, and it was yes. closing rapidly on it. It won a Guineas race, a Queensland Guineas, I think it was. One of the Guineas races just on its ear. Good draw for it. My only concern is it does get back a little bit. And it can't afford to give some of these pacey types too big a head start. But James McDonald as well on top. Great. And the other one is if it wins, Singo's going to shout the bar. I said, I saw that yesterday. 40,000 beers I'll buy, he yeah. said. That's amazing. Yeah. Fair enough. He's done it before, you know. He's done it. He's won Golden Slippers and shouted the bar out at Rose Hill. He, he was described in the newspaper article yesterday as a larrikin, which is brilliant. That, that sums him up. A, a good larrikin, though, isn't he? He doesn't have... He doesn't have any negative press about him, does he, Singo? Uh, no. No. That's good. Yeah. I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to find Cylinder. $8.50. Zach Lloyd drawn four. James Cummings. Hmm. You want to know my tip? I think I've got about four. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's my tip. From Well, it's via the analyst. We're going to speak to him a little bit later, but I'm releasing this now. Shinzo. Shinzo, okay, yes, that's that's had a, been in some conversations at the Waller Horse. Have you Each heard way. about the Each promotion? Way. Have you heard about the promotion over here? Only open to New Zealanders, unfortunately. What's that? The TAB here has competition. If you can pick, now it's it's nigh on impossible, but it's doable. Pick the fir- uh, pick the twelve runners in order. Oh. Pick them in order. If you can do it, ten million dollars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's something like four hundred and twenty nine million to one chance you can do it, but <laughs> someone might tenace it. You, you know, uh, you know the the one that they do in the US is uh, you'd be aware of uh, March Madness. Yep, the NCAA basketball competition. Sixty four teams go in, one team emerges as the NCAA champion. They always have the bracket available, and Warren Buffett every year <laughs> offers a billion dollars. Who anyone can get the bracket correct. Wow. No one gets it correct. Wow. And the odds, I don't know the odds on that, but getting those, it, it would be 
you know, in the in the millions and millions and millions. I remember there was a Rugby World Cup a while ago, and I was at the TAB there uh, as the media manager, and we 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 were going to do a bracket. It was just pick the winner of the game, but in rugby. About 90% of them, you know who's going to win. You just don't know the score. Yeah. So we made it winning team in margin across across the tournament. And yeah. I think it was the one that Japan beat South Africa or something like that. Uh, basically, it was that we had something like 65,000 entries. Yeah. And it was done after four games. <laughs> yep, yep. That's, that's what happens. First round, like two rounds in, everyone's out of the bracket. Mm. Uh, on, on the, I, was, I thought you were going to say, me and my mate from the tab won it. <laughs> No, no, I won pools. I won pools once. I won pools, which was picking ten games of rugby and league, five games of rugby, five games of league across the weekend, winning ten in margin, all ten games. Me and my mate put in each, put in like hundred and twenty bucks each, and we got it. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, gamble responsibly, everyone. <laughs> gamble responsibly. Yeah, Whatever but, you do, if you are gambling, don't gamble on the Australian cricket side. No, it's dark times, eh? It's not just losing, it's the manner in yeah. which you lose. Like that's that's the concern for this Australian cricket team. Um, we've talked about it all week, uh, and speaking to people in the game that know it inside out, just looking at the squad, going, "What? It doesn't make sense." Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's the thing, Jimmy. You're bloody good at cricket. I don't mind admitting it. You guys are amazing at cricket, and yes, it's in India, but you guys are awesome at cricket. Doesn't matter who you play or where you play, but you're getting pumped. Yeah. So we haven't got the right team there. Um, and as a result of that, we're not employing the right tactics. And as a result of that, we're getting pumped by good sides. Like India's one of the top sides in the competition. South Africa, we've now elevated them to second favourites in the competition. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you want to get better, play Australian in cricket. <laughs> when do That'll we help. play them, actually? When do we play you guys? That'll yeah, be... you guys will play soon. That'll be a good crossover. Uh, not so much. Hey, we're looking at the part-timers today. Yep. So the part-time. So Maxi. We love Maxi now. <laughs> Maxi's our best bowler. The no show, <laughs> yes, you the no show. The, no, the big show. Come on, the the big show is our best bowler now. So, have you got any? And we're talking about Alan Border when he got eleven wickets in an innings against in a in a game against the West Indies, seven for and four for at the SCG. Do you have a Do you have a part timer that comes to mind that? That did, did something. something like that. I remember Mark Richardson, an opening batsman, took a test wicket. He actually started out as domestic cricket as a left-arm spin bowler and was never going to get anywhere. And they said, mate, concentrate on your batting. He became a, a, a test opener and he averaged about 50 at the end of his career. And they just had time to fill or they wanted someone to chase. And so they said, turn your arm over. And he took a test wicket and he fair dinkum, did the full aeroplane sprint around the boundary, <laughs> weaved in and out the wicket. <laughs> he couldn't believe he had a test wicket. <laughs> uh, I remember speaking to the late, great Dean Jones in a dressing room at Hurstville Oval after a, 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 a charity match. And I, he had one test wicket, and the test wicket was R.J. Hadley. Oh. That's a good one. That's like a if you're going to get one, that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Sean Johnson, <laughs> no points. <laughs> it's just awkward now, isn't it, I think? I see. I saw on the rundowns that your wonderful producer sent out. You had a bit of a discussion yesterday about Madge, and I think by reading your producer's notes, you guys don't have an issue with him coaching Canberra and the Blues and the Kiwis. None whatsoever. Don't tell me you do, Sam. M- massive well, issues. 
I don't want to say massive issues, but what he picks, as soon as he picks a Canberra play, a rate of, um, player for Origin, there's just going to be screams of nepotism. Like the guy spends like every day of the week with them, then all of a sudden pulls one or two of them into Origin camp, and everyone's just going to say it's nepotism, even so if they're on merit well, or not. Here's the other one. What if he doesn't pick Hudson Young? Well, correct. Then there's that as well. And then, well, here's the thing, Jimmy, as well. The Kempi raised, I think, is an interesting point. I know you're probably going to argue it, but isn't it funny that you're allowed to coach the Kiwis and New South Wales, but you're not allowed to play for the Kiwis in New South Wales? Very good point. And Mal Meninga's had a go at that today too around eligibility. Mm, I so, like that. Hey, Jimmy, yeah. you've got to go. Guess what, guys? I've got to go. I think there's an echo in here too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. See you, Go mate. Shinzo. Go Shinzo. Oh, Hawaii 5 <laughs> uh, Very good, lads. See you, Jimmy. Weekend. We'll come. Uh, and we will come back shortly too.